0: Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews, any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week I was lucky enough to have Fiona Roberts, the founder and CEO of the Movement Charity. It's a charity I've worked with before as a fitness professional and just am a big fan of having seen a little glimpse into what they do. The movement charity exists to restore every woman's right to exercise through partnering with different charities to provide trauma-informed exercise opportunities for women who have experienced multiple disadvantages. Their work involves three main projects, movement, trauma-informed practice and advocacy. As part of this trauma-informed practice work, the movement actually facilitate a course for instructors, which Fiona talked a little bit more about in the podcast and I will put in the link below. If you haven't heard of them do check out their website or their Instagram, we talked a little bit about it and again I will have the link below but I hope you enjoy it and like Fiona said if this reaches even one person it proves super useful then I'm so glad that I did it and it was really nice to chat to Fiona and catch up because I've worked with the movement for a little while now so um, I know Fiona quite well. Perfect, so as always I do a little bit of an introduction and a, a bio but We have the lovely Fiona from The Movement um, on this week and I will pass it over if there's anything you want to add, any introduction you would like to do, um, feel free to now.
1: Thanks. Um, No, I'm really, really happy to be here and great to be chatting to you today um, about the movement and trauma-informed practice um, and all of that fun. So thank you very much for having me. Amazing. Um, so that leads us straight on to the sort of first
0: question for anyone who doesn't know what is the movement and how did the charity come
1: to be as it is now? Fantastic. Yes. Um, so the movement is a small charity based in London. Um, and the heart behind the movement is really the idea that everyone should have access to physical exercise and all its benefits for our mental and physical health. Um, But the the reality is, is that some people face more barriers to exercise. Um, So we exist as a charity to break down barriers to exercise. Um, We focus primarily on um, breaking down barriers to exercise for women who are survivors of domestic violence, homelessness, sexual exploitation, um, because they often face the most barriers to exercise statistically. Um, And the movement kind of came about... So myself, my background um, before becoming a personal trainer um, was youth and community work. So working with women and young women who've experienced different disadvantages. Um, And from that work, I kind of became more and more aware of my privilege. I also alongside that was experiencing the benefits of exercise for my own physical and mental health. Um, and becoming more aware of what a privilege that that was to be able to um, access exercise um, easily and comfortably and became more aware of barriers that people face, such as kind of financial barriers, confidence, and also the massive impact of trauma and how trauma can impact us. Um, And so I kind of looked around for somewhere to volunteer for um, or work for as I was becoming a personal trainer and couldn't really find anything. So I thought, how hard can it be? (laughs) He just says, have a go just starting something up. Um, So it started with me, um, once I trained to be a personal trainer, going into a couple of different charities alongside my PT business and offering free um, exercise sessions. And then it's grown from there to a point where we now um welcome fitness professionals to come and volunteer we match them with charities um and also we've kind of grown our trauma-informed training so fitness professionals can become more aware of trauma and how that can be a barrier and how we can be part of breaking it down um so yeah that's a little introduction in, into the movement it's been a it's been a ride starting it um but an absolute privilege to do so
0: yeah i can't even remember i think it must have been shared on a group that I saw, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this looks really cool." um I think someone shared it and was like, "Any instructors want to be involved?" And I can't remember how long ago that was, but I now follow you and seeing like the growth, and you've taken on a new member um, of your team is really exciting to see more and more people get to get involved and more sessions to be put on.
1: Yeah, it's amazing, and it's been great to have you. Um, I know you've been part of kind of volunteering and doing some of the charity sessions in the past, which has been amazing. Our kind of ethos is if everyone can do a little bit then we can make quite a big impact so having lots of fish fitness professionals giving an hour of their week or um giving what they can um to breaking down barriers to exercise um for women can really have a have a huge impact when we all do do our little bit so you
0: were talking about a trauma-informed approach to movement and exercise i know that you've now created a course based on this is this something that you realized there wasn't much out there or you just wanted to make a movement style of of training how did you go about creating that
1: yeah so um again it was one of those things that we I kind of looked for for myself personally to to um attend and then couldn't find and then ended up developing from that there's I mean I think within within yoga practice there's a little bit more talk of trauma but within the wider fitness industry there's not really any um any talk of trauma and its impact um and the more um I worked with both charities and also just general general population whatever that means um client clients that I worked with kind of on a pay basis I am becoming more and more aware of that actually so many of us have experienced trauma statistically I think one in four um women experienced domestic violence at some point in their lifetime um one in six of us have experienced um childhood abuse so the statistics are really really mean that it's highly likely that as fitness professionals, we are working with people who've experienced trauma, even outside of a charity context. Um, and so it seemed mad to me that we don't have any training on the impact of trauma because the impact of trauma is so huge. Um, when we've experienced trauma, it's essentially our body and, um, our brain doing what it can to escape a a threat, but, um, the threat being beyond our coping mechanisms that we have available and that has a real long-term impact on our brain and our body um and that impacts physical exercise in lots and lots of different ways um and so as fitness professionals it is crucial that we have some understanding of that and can be equipped um, in order to ensure that everyone can access exercise in a way that's safe and welcoming and appropriate. Um, and so the course started as kind of us training our volunteer instructors. Um, and now it's developed into a one day CPD course for all fitness professionals, to become a little bit more aware of trauma and are given some kind of tips on, on what they can do as fitness professionals to be a bit more trauma informed. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, have you had a lot of feedback from the fitness professionals about the course um how have they found it
1: yeah we've had really really positive feedback actually i think um it's one of those things the reality is if you're working with people and bodies you are working with trauma whatever whatever context that is um and so i think on the course people have found it um they found that they've had kind of situations maybe in the past that they then reflected on and thought oh that could have been because of this um and they've noticed going forward that their practice has changed how they approach things has changed and also kind of affirmed and given a knowledge basis for some like gut things so things that we mm. um do without kind of thinking have you to know, just have that gut feeling of this this is how I want to treat people this is how I work actually having kind of understanding some of the neurobiology of trauma behind that um it's giving people kind of confidence and knowledge to really kind of step into that trauma informed way of working
0: yeah definitely um like I said that all sort of got into and also some resources I know like um doing the training you talked about the, you the body keeps the score and I've passed that book on to so many people since doing the training um, yeah yeah
1: that's, that's great to hear yeah it is because there's not that much that there's also um a really good book um by Laura Kudrow, which I don't know if it had been released when you did the training, um, because it's it's a relatively um, new book um, called Lifting Heavy Things. Um, and that's also a great introduction into kind of trauma informed exercise. Body Keeps the Score is a fantastic book. It's quite heavy, as you may have yeah. found. Um, <laughs> it's quite a lot. This um, Lifting Heavy Things is a little bit more kind of user friendly um, and a little bit more trauma informed in and of itself. Um, but yeah there's great resources out there and becoming trauma informed is like a lifetime's work it's not a one-day course so having kind of different books and things um can be really really helpful in kind of building on that knowledge
0: in terms of um the sessions with fitness professionals whatever their background have you had a lot of positive feedback from the attendees I know when I taught session I was like I feel kind of bad because I I left feeling so great and I was like I hope they also <laughs> enjoyed it uh,
1: that has actually I've loved having feedback from instructors that many of our instructors it was like the highlight of their week doing this session because you don't really know because obviously Especially like at the moment with cost of living crisis, it's not like an easy time to be a self employed person and not mm-hmm. an easy time to be a fitness professional. Um, and so, still hearing that people, it's their highlight of their week, the time that they're giving for free is, is amazing. But we also do receive a lot of really, really positive feedback from. Um, are um the participants of our charity sessions as well um which is really always really really encouraging to hear i think a lot of a lot of it is benefits that we all experience from physical exercise um so kind of benefits to confidence to physical health mental health um all of the things we we know of, of potentially of ourselves um but the women that we're working with have experienced so many more barriers um, to exercise um, that they've missed out on those benefits that um, are potentially easier, easier for some of us to access. Um, I think also kind of relating to trauma as well. Um, obviously, um, we are not there as therapists um, and mm. we're quite kind of clear in our boundaries. We are there as fitness professionals. Um, but there are elements of physical exercise that can have um benefits to recovery from trauma um, so for example kind of reconnecting with the body feeling powerful and in control of your body um, finding kind of safety within your body are all things that um, trauma can can strip from us and so exercise gives an opportunity to kind of reconnect and and find safety um, and also just feedback about People having an opportunity to kind of have a moment of peace or have laughter with other people, like those simple things that we can really downplay. Um and sometimes we look for kind of those big those big moments, but actually just having a moment of peace or a moment of connection with the body or a moment of laughter of lightness um can be a really, really powerful part of of a person's day, especially um given all that um a lot of the women that we work with are are facing
0: yeah i always say to people i'm like i'm nodding away on the other side of the screen don't worry <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like i said it was it's always interesting hearing the feedback when i left the session i was very much like yeah um it was great if uh again like you said fitness professionals give give an hour or however much of their time and get involved in terms of someone's not a fitness professional or they just want to get involved how would you recommend so i know you have various avenues that people can support the movement
1: yeah absolutely um the probably the easiest way is to start by following us on um social media or checking out our website um we're on social media we are the movement charity um or our website is movementcharity.com we kind of are regularly posting different ways you can get involved um, on there throughout the year um, we are a charity and so we rely on um donations to run um, and so we gladly accept um any donations if people want to give regularly or one-off um, and that is a fantastic way of supporting us um, And also, well, like you said, we've got the um, for fitness professionals, we've got the volunteering. We also have our um, course now for all fitness professionals, um, which is online as well as in London, so it's available kind of nationally. Um, So, if you are a fitness professional or know a fitness professional um, that you think would be interested, it's a one-day course, um, and it outlines we look at kind of the neurobiology of trauma, so what's happening in the brain and the body when we experience trauma. And then think specifically what that means for exercise in contexts and then um, what that might um, look like for us as fitness professionals to be trauma informed. So lots of practical tips um, to be trauma informed. And we would love every fitness professional um, to receive some trauma training. Um, We think that that is really important. So um, any, um, if you know a fitness professional or are a fitness professional and want to find out more, then um, would love would love to chat more about that and again that's on our website um or you can f- find it through our social medias or I'm always happy to chat more about different ways of getting involved amazing
0: yeah I know I have again I sort of I'm always on Instagram so I followed various instructors or people that have also been involved in the movement I know some someone did like a run where they were running for you guys just like as you would do like the marathon for a charity or a sporting event you can also um
1: yeah absolutely and it really does make a difference to us as a a small charity um any donations really do have a have a large impact we have a we currently have a kind of waiting list of fitness professionals wanting to volunteer um and waiting list of charities wanting to work with us and that's both in london and nationally um so we have big plans to grow um and um uh, your support really does make a difference in that, enabling us to do that so um yeah really happy and always happy to hear of kind of new ways people might want to um get involved with the movement so yeah always really happy to chat more about that amazing um i was gonna say we'll, we'll go on to the sort of quick fire finish that i do with everyone obviously
0: it's, it's more you based on the movement but but it's all good we get to see what fiona's favorite <laughs> food. <laughs> foods and things entail um so the first one is what is your favorite food Uh, It can be
1: meal or a particular food.
0: Well, I was a little
1: bit torn with this one because I actually, my current favourite, well, my general favourite food, currently I can't stand. So I didn't know how to approach this one. So generally speaking, I love pasta pesto. Mm. Um, It would be my kind of final meal. It is very, very nice. But although at the moment I'm currently eight months pregnant, and the baby, for some reason, does not like pasta or cheese at all. <laughs> um, so, I'm mainly eating kind of popcorn and curry. So, those are the things I'm eating at the moment, but I wouldn't say they're my favourite foods. I like them, but I'm probably a bit sick of them now. <laughs> so, I'm excited, hopefully, in a month or so's time, to have a giant bowl of pasta pesto. But at the moment, it's off, off the table, sadly.
0: Yeah, I was going to say in a month, you're just the biggest bowl you can find, just cheese and pasta.
1: I know, absolutely. I've got It's, it's in the cupboard ready to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, next one. Um, what is your favourite form of movement?
1: Um, I think it varies with me. I live, I'm very lucky to live in the Chiltern Hills. I moved just outside of London a couple of years ago. So I love um, walking and um, I'm lucky to have some beautiful places to walk on my doorstep. I also, um, well, we're not, we're not pregnant. Um, and so I teach, um, indoor cycling and find that really great fun. Um, and enjoy a bit of kind of yoga, weightlifting. So a little bit, a little bit of everything. Um, but at the moment, especially in my current state, um, little walks are, are my go to, um, and definitely feel, feel good for me at the moment
0: yeah there are some great walks around I try and do like one one hike every couple of months and I think I've been, I've been to the Chilton Hills a few times
1: oh nice yeah no it is it is lovely and it's nice because I feel like when when I lived in London I always planned to go for walks but it often involves quite a lot of organization so I'm impressed that you get around to doing it because I never did when I lived I always had these grand plans to find like walks that are good from tube stations and things they're always quite quite a lot of admin whereas um now it's quite nice to there's less excuses because you just roll it can roll out onto the doorstep um which is lovely
0: yes my google search is like hikes within a tube distance of london and so on
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah of being there
0: um so the next one is what does the word
1: nourished mean to you um i think for me the word nourished means giving my body what it needs to flourish i feel like nourished goes beyond kind of the bare essentials it's kind of that um whether that be kind of physical activity food um um kind of social things kind of what 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 your body needs to kind of feel beyond that bare essential that kind of flourish getting the most out of it um which I love in terms of the movement, actually, because I feel like quite often um, charities are kind of bare essential, um, mm. kind of make sure people have a roof over their head and um, that kind of bare essential food um, to survive, which is really, really important work. But actually we also need to nourish people and give them what they, what they need to flourish and kind of live, live their best life. Sounds so cheesy. Um, and by, running the movement and doing kind of the physical activity I feel like I, I get to be a small part of that kind of nourishment of that kind of holistic um flourishing of of, of an individual um so yeah I think that's that's what it means to me
0: amazing and said so it's one of my favorite things in that it, it's very similar ballpark but everyone answers that so differently mm. and it, to see where a word that some people be like oh it's obvious what it is everyone takes it slightly differently depending on their background their area of work that sort of thing
1: yeah absolutely that must be so so interesting to to hear and it did it it was a good it's a good question to ask and think about it's a word you I guess you use but you don't necessarily think about what what it actually really really is um so yeah that was a nice nice one to reflect on
0: And then sort of my final one, what is one piece of advice you would give someone if they want to improve their relationship with movement? Um,
1: Um, I think, especially given the context I'm coming from, I think kind of being kind to yourself, um, Mm -hmm. would be my top piece of advice. There's quite, um, there can be a bit of rhetoric in the, in the fitness industry of kind of like just kind of get on with it if you really wanted to you would like just move more eat less all this kind of very harsh um um harsh kind of advice that that is much more simple than we are as human beings and definitely through kind of learning more about trauma-informed practice and things like that I've learned that we are complicated as people and we face many barriers that we might not be aware of that we're facing to exercise and movement um so being kind to ourselves um on our journeys with movement um and not um letting that kind of guilt and shame that can can take over especially um with how some people understand movement to be um would be would be my advice I think yeah I think definitely we all sort of forget the the voice that we
0: talk to ourselves with especially when it comes to movement and things it's easy to internalize and be like I've just got to do it and it's like actually
1: yeah absolutely and I found actually kind of strangely being pregnant has been quite useful for that because I'm not just me I'm me and someone else and so being kind of looking after myself and being kind to myself is actually being kind to my baby. And so I found it easier to kind of be kind to myself and gentle on myself because it's not just me. And like you said, it can often be really hard to ourselves to speak kindly. Um, and so I found that kind of an interesting, interesting general. Like they say, like, you would never speak to a friend the way you speak to yourself, um, yeah. don't they? And and I think it is it is a good reminder that actually treating ourselves with a bit of kindness and empathy Um can be really really powerful and is what we all deserve
0: yeah say so on that note that's pretty much everything from me if there's anything you want to sort of add to finish
1: no i don't think so it's been lovely chatting for you today thank you so much for the opportunity to come and share a little bit about the movement um and like i said if anyone would like any more information um feel free to get in touch through our website or socials um I'd be more than happy to chat more
0: amazing thank you Fiona. Thanks, Casey.